welcome back to Hooked on a Theory. I'm Haley. You know who we are. Yeah. We didn't introduce ourselves last episode. I forgot. But just in case you forgot, she's Dana. I'm Haley. We're back. We are. We are. So I hope you guys had a great week. Um, And don't forget, episode three dropped. Um, Today is a additional bonus episode. We know Valentine's Day isn't always fun for everybody. Uh, I myself was single for about four years um, before I started celebrating Valentine's Day again. Um, So we want to drop something. So that way, you know, if you aren't really celebrating Valentine's Day, we didn't want you to feel alone. You got us. We'll celebrate with you. So, um, and you know, the world's crazy and there's always going to be some type of twisted shit out there for us to get excited about. So at least me, we have some good stuff. We actually do have some intro topics. So one we'll do is if we hope your team won the Super Bowl, we hope you had a great Super Bowl Sunday. If your team won, congrats. If your team did it, we're sorry. Um, so yeah, but here we're going to our intro topics now. So last week, um, apparently in Wichita, Kansas, a man has been arrested for um trying to kidnap or well actually he did kidnap her she was 13 years old kidnapped a 13 year old as this girl tried to escape from this man's car she got stuck by the seatbelt and drug against the car like drugged by the car as he was driving with her hanging out the back of the car um unfortunately you know the girl didn't survive um but a citizen saw the whole thing and followed the vehicle until the, you know, cops arrived and were able to stop the man. Um, it even links, like, case numbers associated with this man for his other, you know, previous convicted of whatever felony he did. But tried to kidnap a 13-year-old. She ended up getting drug as he drove down the highway with her because he didn't must not have realized that she tried to escape. Wow. Wait, so she tried to escape and was got drugged. Dr- okay, I thought he purposely drug her. I was about to say, if you didn't want to get caught. The way they headline it, it says Wichita police release information on teen dragged, killed in a car theft. And it sounds like he purposely drug her down the street. But then but once you read it, it. Once you get into it, it was on Saturday, February 6th. That's so so um, she was. Female was sitting on the driver's side rear of the escape when it was parked outside of a restaurant running. Her family went inside to get food, and she remained in the vehicle. Um, The suspect got into the vehicle and fled. Always lock your doors. And the female attempted to exit the vehicle while it was moving. As she exited, she became caught in the seatbelt on the outside of the vehicle. Oh, my God. And he continued to drive for several several miles. Because he's a stupid ass. Sick fuck. I didn't know people were still on this whole kidnapping thing, honestly. Okay, I thought we were over something. that. I myself don't have children. Neither does Dana. But I have a dog. We have dogs. <laughs> you kidnap your my kid, dog. Mm. And I'm not trying to tell you how to parent, but I'm going to tell you real quick. Like, this should be something that we've learned from Ted Bundy by now. <laughs> Um, lock your doors. Lock your windows. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Do what you got to do, okay? Um... If you're running into the store and you're, you have a 10, 11, 12-year-old and they're old enough to understand how to lock and unlock the door. Tell them to lock the damn lock door. The door. My mama beat that into me when I was a kid. Mom, if you're listening, hi, I love you. Um, I probably but, would have been returned if I ever got kidnapped. So Yeah, that's what my mom always tells me to. Um, but 
no, like if now if your kid is not old enough, if they're like three or four or five, have an adult sit in the car with them and have that adult lock the doors. You can't trust anybody. I mean, especially when it comes to children. Have y'all not been watching all the stuff with like the supposed sex trafficking going on? I mean, I don't even want to say supposed because it's going on. Um, children are major targets. I don't care if you are like, oh, well, it's like 2021 now. Like, no one's going to kidnap <laughs> my child. Yeah. They Karen, still have the black will. market. They still want to smuggle drugs across it borders. May, like, it may not be on our mainstream media, but guess who controls the mainstream media? Oh, that's right. Our government. Who doesn't want you to know that shit? So there you go. You know, my dad, When remember when Taken came out, the first oh, Taken? God, yeah. My dad. I was like, Dad, would you come save me? He says, hell no, because your ass wouldn't be going to Europe to follow a rock band. Listen, if any of you guys know me, we all know I probably would go to Europe to follow a rock band. <laughs> I'm about but to say your dad's going to be correct on that. He was like, there's no way in hell I'd go save you. And I was like, well, I guess I'd get sold on the black market yeah. to some rich Russian man that wanted to buy me. And like, <laughs> I remember when that movie came out, my mom, I remember her and her friend named Angelica. She had a daughter named Paige. I was near my age. I remember being at Angelica's house with Paige and our moms sat us down and made us watch that movie. We were like 11, 12, like that age. And it was brutal. I did not like it. And my mom was like, this is what you don't do. And she no. put the freaking fear in us. Now, they made friends with the wrong people, which I've done a thousand times in my life. If anybody that knows me is listening, right? don't ever tell me to go out in public <laughs> and make friends with somebody. Because no, you got to be safe. Um, Dana picks the wrong people, unfortunately. <laughs> you got to be safe. I know, like, I myself, I moved to Dallas, and my mom was, like, the only person I knew. And it was tough making friends, and especially dating. Like, I remember RJ and I's first date. My parents were in Costa Rica, and we went fishing. The only person that knew where I was was all the way in Lubbock. It was Jenny. She was the only person that knew where I was, and she was five hours away in Lubbock. And, yeah, so it was like hey, – you know, I've done that, too. I went on a date, and I ended up – the guy wanted to go fishing, so we went on the boat, and my mom was like, how long you know? And I was like, I, yeah, I don't know. A little bit. And she goes, and you got on a fucking boat yeah. with him? And I was like, yeah. She goes, you didn't think he was going to kill you and dump you in the lake? Right. I was like, it's Lake Texoma. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. Mine was um, Lake uh, – We make great shit. decisions What's if you guys can't lake? tell. It's someone near my mom's house. Damn it. It's Lake oh – my- What's what's one in Princeton called? There's I, a lake in Princeton. Yes, I can't. Lake Levon. Shit, I cannot think. Okay, Lake Levon. That's where we went. But yeah, my mom was all the way in Costa Rica, and she didn't know until like four months after we started dating. And I told her I was like, "Yeah, our first date was on the boat. I never told you." And she she's like, "You what? You know I watch true crime. Like, why didn't you tell me?" And she's like, "Thank God, RJ's a good guy. Like, you could have been murdered." And I'm like, "I know, mom. I'm sorry, but." Um, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be safe. And I don't know. It's like, if I feel like if I, somebody were to try to murder me, it would be like, oh, you want to use a knife instead of a gun? Mm, that says a lot about you. Right. Oh, and- you're gonna do this and not that. Mm, well, clearly you don't know what you're doing. Sorry, guy. But yeah, Kill me better. You gotta be, you gotta be careful out there. Not everybody has good intentions. But anyways, back to Taken. I that movie's a great movie. However, I hate that they do all three of them overseas because it makes it seem like that shit does not happen here in America. Reality check. It happens in America more than you think. And then they make it seem like it's only these foreigners. I'm sorry, that that came off like offensive. I'm not trying to make it offensive. You just listen me out. Just listen hear me out, shit. 
they try to make like it seem like these you know foreigners overseas are like all bad guys and pretty much profile them but they won't do that to the white men in suits in america so i'm pretty sure a guy i went to high school with maybe within the last year got arrested for sex trafficking in yeah. our area it, it could be anybody women could be a part of it too so I, I do think that movie is important to watch, but it's also to open your mind up, use your third eye. You know, it happens here in America. It happens a lot. It happens everywhere. It's it's probably the number it's the number one industry probably. I'm sure it surpasses drug trafficking. Um, and it's really sad that this happens in our in our world, and it's been going on for a while. Um, blur if you want i know for a fact we're gonna do a big deep dive probably like a four-part episode oh did you find him mm-hmm. yeah so it could be anyway it could be your neighbor please like don't i don't remember i think it's crime junkie where they're like be weird you know be a bit they don't say be a bitch but be a you have the right to be a bitch you have the right to be rude do whatever if you feel uncomfortable you feel uncomfortable that you have that gut feeling for a reason use it so um what i'm reading right now i actually did go to high school with this kid that got arrested for um, human sex trafficking in sherman um and it was a 16 year old girl and an older woman that were the victims Holy so far shit. that they're listing um they were lured lured the adult with drugs and um he befriended the teenage girl How by giving emotional support and threatened violence if she left. He was 20 – nope, that's when he was indicted. Um, he was my – he's our age, actually. So he's, like, what, 20 – maybe between 25 and, like, 27? When this happened? Yeah. Like when, oh or he, well, no, right now he's probably between 25 and 27. So he was probably – Oh, he was a whole lot younger. Like, like, but he was still like probably an adult, like legal age. Oh, oh, he was. With an underage he was girl. definitely um, over eighteen for sure. Hell, he was over twenty-one. But um, I went to high school with him, and it's just like weird. Because if you look at our history, I mean, like, I'm sorry, I'm using like a lot. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm working on. It's it. just overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So I'm trying to like, keep my train of thought going, and like is a comfort word for me. Okay, okay, but. If you look at our history, even back in the day, they would marry girls that are like 16. Like, this isn't something that's new. And it's not something that happens just in Europe. It happens everywhere. But we're going to do a deep dive into it. Like I said, probably like um, it'll probably be like a four-part episode. It's, we're going to break it down on a whole other level. But we know it's going to take a lot of research. And you can't really half-ass sex trafficking. No. I mean, everybody knows the gist of it, but there's always... There's definitely going to be some, um, you know, information, like very valuable information. And then we could also address the psychological factors of the individuals that have been proven guilty. Like every, most, most of the time, individuals that are guilty of certain crimes have some type of PTSD, any type of mental disorder or traumatic event that they have went through that has pushed them to this point. And in our next episode, if you pay attention, you'll get to find out. Oh, yeah. Our next episode is going to be really good. Um, but uh, hey, guys, it's Haley here um, from the future. I'm working on editing this episode. As most of you know, we do pre-record. So um, 
we did have an incident that happened here in Texas that I did want to include in our intro topics just because Dana and I both do live in the DFW area. Right now in Texas, we are experiencing weather that we're not really used to, and there was a lot of ice on the roads over the last few days, and one of those towns that happened to have black ice was Fort Worth, and I know most of y'all probably heard by now, but there is a hundred, over a hundred car pileup on um, 35 in Fort Worth, it was a gut-wrenching wreck to watch, especially because there's people that were able to video 18-wheelers and other vehicles just sliding out of control and slamming into cars that were currently stopped. It was very, very gut-wrenching. So um, our prayers and thoughts definitely go out to the families that were either involved or had lost someone or had someone that's critically injured um, that was involved in that wreck. You know, I think it's a lot of people don't think about this, but because COVID is also a major thing right now, still, there's, you know, COVID patients in the hospital on top of, you know, we have this huge wreck that just happened. So um, we're definitely praying for, you know, the nurses and the doctors that were working insane hours to make sure, you know, to get everyone back to healthy and help those that were in need. I actually read one article where a nurse was in the wreck and she happened to climb out the back of her Tahoe and she took a bunch of Tylenol and had a co-workers come pick pick her up and she was working in the hospital helping victims that came in from the same wreck that she was in. Um, I'll have to pull the article back up and, you know, try to find the name, but I saw it on Facebook. I'm trying to see if I can find it again real quick. But anyways, shout, like I said, shout out to all the nurses who are working incredibly hard right now. Our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody. Also, if you're living anywhere where this huge Arctic front is going to be coming through and just, you know, dropping the temperatures really low, please stay safe. If you know how to drive in this weather, that's great. I know most of us don't. So if you have the opportunity to stay home, please stay home. I know some of y'all are essential workers and you may not have that option, and if you don't, please be cautious of others on the road. And also to like make sure to not text and drive or take phone calls. Just really focus on the road because it's not just your life, it's others as well. And also, like I said, if you can stay home, please stay home. Like I know myself personally, I will not be going anywhere until the temperature gets above uh, freezing again. So... And that's just because I know I can't drive in conditions like this. I can barely drive when the weather's normal. So I'm not going to put myself or anyone else on the road in harm's way. So I'm making the choice to stay home. Um, But yeah, so I just wanted to add this in real quick because I felt like, you know, Dan and I wanted to give our condolences and just, you know, wish everybody, you know, good vibes, good, good thoughts, good prayers all of that because we know that this has really affected not just Texas or the DFW community, but pretty much everyone that watched the national news on this. It's just gut-wrenching to watch, and it's just really, really sad. So I just want to add this to our intro topics just because, like I said, we do pre-record, so sometimes things happen and we just have to go back in and add them later. But yeah, so...
But yeah, so that's... Even today's episode, we're going to get into some more true crime. Yeah, yeah. We've got a true crime. So today, I'm going to be telling you about the Lonely Heart Killers. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you a story today about the Lonely Heart Killers. And Dana here is a huge serial killer fan. Yeah, murder um, all the way, baby. But the two I'm going <laughs> to tell you about were supposedly serial killers where serial killers were cool. So real quick, before we get into like what happened, you got to have a little bit of background information on the two people we're already talking about to understand, to try to make some sense. So we're going to start with Raymond Fernandez. He was born on December 17th in 1914 in Hawaii. During his childhood, he moved from Hawaii to Connecticut, and later on in his adulthood, he would move to Spain with his family. He served in World War II and had multiple children. He eventually moved back to the United States. New York would soon be his new home. But before he moved, he had a traumatic head injury when a steel hatch fell on top of his skull, causing brain damage. His family claims that he had changed after the head injury. And um, to, you know, back this up, Raymond began committing crimes immediately after he was released from the hospital so he had like so just to make sure we're on the same page he got like a traumatic head injury and then just lost his shit so like it knocked his marbles out of place or knocked a few screws yeah so um like we talked about in episode um one that would be your sociological theory right okay so get this um he was eventually arrested for petty theft and He was exposed to what he called a voodoo religion while incarcerated (laughs) and believed the religion gave him immense power over woman, woman, making him irresistible. I put like in parentheses, yuck. (laughs) But yeah, so that's a little bit about Raymond. So he was basically, he was a great guy, did all kinds of cool things, had a head injury. And became a piece of shit. Yeah. Now, Martha Beck. Okay, so this one. We're going to be talking about some things. This is, okay, I just want to clarify before I even get into her and her background. Weight and appearance should never, ever be something that defines if you're worthy or not or, you know, whatever. Um, In her backstory, it's going to be mentioned. Um, I'm not, this is what the, what she claims what happened to her. Because we're going to post a picture of the two, and I just don't want anyone who looks similar to her to think that, like, we're calling the the per, like her ugly or overweight. This is what she said herself. This is not what we're saying. We're just reading the hard facts, like what I found. Okay? Just want to clarify that because I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> but you're beautiful how you are, okay? It's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. Okay? That's all it is. But she's ugly on the inside. So... I'll say she's ugly because she's ugly on the inside. So Martha Beck was born on May 16th in 1920. So she was six years um, younger than Raymond in Milton, Florida. She came from a super strict upbringing and suffered bullying due to her weight and appearance in school. As we said before, children can be assholes. Hell yeah. If your kid is one of these kids, please don't be the parent that's like, oh my God, my child's on the That was that ass, man. Yeah, discipline them. However you discipline your kids, discipline them. Because one day them. you might be responsible for a serial killer yep. in the world. 
because your son yeah. was a piece, son or daughter was a piece of shit. Usually, when kids bully, it's because they're dealing with inner shit and they want to be. And their parents else. are pretty fucked up too. Yeah. So don't don't <laughs> don't be that parent. Yeah. Discipline your children. Hey, you know it's funny. We give parenting advice. Yet we have <laughs> no, two dogs. You know what? I've been around enough freaking kids in Walmart. I was actually a dance teacher for like six years too. So I don't get me started on Walmart. Yeah, but when you go to Walmart and you spend some time in there. It, that's birth control so <laughs> if you need if you if you can't get on birth control which if you need birth control there's all kinds of ways to get it they have clinics that provide free birth control they have clinics they there's even an app called nurex don't be embarrassed you can do it it's okay yeah there's an now that there's an app that you can get it from but that doesn't replace your gynecologist so you still need to go see them but yeah, so there's different ways you can get it. But if for some odd reason, you can't. This is the appropriate form of population control. Yeah, just go to Walmart. We're not going to cause like diseases to get no. spread throughout the world and nope. kill off a pinch nope. of people. We're just going to say use birth control. Just Or go to Walmart. Practice safe sex, folks. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here. But anyway, <laughs> so um, she also developed really early. And she had claimed that her brother molested her. And when she went to tell her mom about this, she was beaten really bad. This led to her, this led to be her household becoming even stricter. Martha eventually endured the hard times. And when, when she was able to, she despised her family so much that she moved all the way to California. And while she was there, she did work a lot of different jobs, but she was also at the same time studying to become a nurse. And she was excellent in her studies, and she even found a job as a nurse when she graduated on a military base. So would you say that Martha deals with sociological, um, you know, like that theory would apply to her? Hold on, it gets better. The fact that, like, external forces kind of fucked her up? I think so. And then what about biological, which involves, like, stress genetic influences? So that would be, like... Just kind of her family and just how she sees herself right. and her like. Well, I mean, like her, her if her brother did molest her and her mom beat her. I mean, for yeah, it, well, that like, would be an external force. Yeah. So from and the sociological. If she was picked on for her weight and appearance, and if other people made those claims on her, then yeah, maybe. Well, I have some other information. We'll get into it. So just hold that thought. So while she was there, she began seeing some of the officers, um, and she ended up pregnant. When she told the father, this, this is why guy, you don't, you don't so sleep listen, with people you work with. Listen guys. to this. So this, I think this is going to have a lot of effect on Martha and her fucked upness. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a word, but I just made it a word. So when she tried to tell the man, the man attempted to kill himself rather than marry Martha. Okay. I'm just going to put this on live and everybody to know just because you get pregnant does not mean you have to get married. No. I don't care how you were raised, what your parents say. It is your choice. You do whatever the hell you want. If you want to marry him and you love him, by all yeah. means, go for it. If you don't want to, you don't have to. People can co-parent without yeah. marrying somebody. I mean, my But parents, that's that's just my opinion. Right. I don't feel like you need to just go to the courthouse, run off, and get married because right. you popped up positive two days ago. Right. And also, too, like, I come from divorced parents. My parents divorced when I was five, and honestly, I'm glad they nice did. kind of nice if your parents like each other. Yeah, like <laughs> – genuinely like each other my parents are so unhappy together and i'm really glad they divorced because now that i'm 25 not 25 24 fuck i'll be 25 this year sorry i'm so i holy shit i'm old but i'm in my late early almost late 20s um 
and I, my parents, I look at them like there's, I cannot see my mom, my dad together. It's just weird in my head. It didn't fuck me up as a person. I turned out, I think, I wouldn't say normal because I don't know. There is no like status quo for nope. normal. There's no but definition. I think I turned out okay. And I mean, yeah. So, you know, you don't have to go get married. Like it's okay. Now there is some guys out there that, that feel obligated because that's how they oh were raised. God. Buddy. No, well, not obligated, but there's some guys who don't even care and don't want to be a part of the kid's life. And if that's the case, then either Good for you, man, sign your rights over and get the fuck out or pay some child support and still get the fuck out. Um, you know, don't be that person. And you know, it's crazy. I'm going to talk about this. I was going to rant about this, but I'm going to rant about it because I saw it on Facebook. So right now in our politics, there's a lot about going on about like abortion and everything. I'm not oh. going to say what I think about that. However, I saw this man from my hometown on Facebook the other day talking about how abortion's wrong. Like, that's murder. You need to keep the kid, blah, blah, blah. And it took everything in my body to not comment, well, what about the other four children you have that you can't be a father to that you signed your rights over to, but you laid down in bed and helped make them? Huh? What about that? Oh, but a woman can't get an abortion, but you can sign your rights over and have no responsibility. Okay, yeah, talk about abortion later on. You have no fucking right talking about it. Now, disclaimer, if Sorry. you guys have any opinions on this, you know, we're not trying to get into politics. We're not t- trying to right. tell you what to do with your body. Everybody should be entitled to do as they, they please. Do, yeah. So with that being said, back to Martha <laughs> Sorry, and what she that- decided to do. Yeah, so sorry. That just I saw it the other day and it just really boiled my blood. Don't be that person, guys. But anyway, so Martha ended up going into a really, really dark place and decided to move back to Florida, closer to her family to have, you know, her child. And when people asked her, like, where the dad was or who the dad is, because this is, like, back in the 40s, you know, probably in like the 40s oh poor martha probably got 40, such dirty 50s. looks yeah so <laughs> back then like you had to have a father okay you don't have to have anything they didn't have mari back then so they couldn't say who the father so was somebody from around this area was on mari for that same fucking shit and it was great there's i know i'm not gonna say it on the podcast i'll tell you later it's reminding me ask me about riffraff in a minute before, <laughs> before we pause i have a story about riffraff not my story but someone that told a story that someone told me but anyways um so she told people that the father was overseas um fighting and died in a battle so you think after her first kid she wouldn't have any more kids but no she got pregnant again and this time the father actually did decide to, to marry her, but the marriage only lasted a solid six months before they were nah. divorcing. That's and so at funny. this point, Martha has two two kids. Because she moved to Florida, she's unemployed. I'm not really sure how the nursing worked back then. I know, like, with doctors and teachers and stuff, don't you get, like, licenses for certain states? You have to get a license in each state. Yeah, so since I she moved from... California to Florida. I don't think she's able to be a nurse. I don't don't quote unless don't she relicenses herself. Yeah. Well, I don't don't fact or, check me on that. But. Unless you're a travel. Well, no, I don't think travel nurse was a thing back then. I don't think so either. We'll have to look it up. I don't. I'm not sure, but you can look it up. But just, but just wait till you hear yeah. what Martha did. So she felt unwanted and longed for a husband who would love her. She began to obsess over romance novels, magazines, and all that jazz. So that's just a little background, on Martha. So as that's this point, you have Raymond, who has a head injury, is now fucked up, and you have Martha, who is just desperate for love and just poor, like, 
I feel bad for child Martha. I don't feel bad for adult Martha because childhood yeah. Martha went through some shit that kind of yeah. had adult Martha it's, Martha make some poor decisions because of it. Right. And it's kind of, I guess, similar like how Richie or Mary went through like childhood shit, but like not that extreme. So I mean, he just saw pictures of mutilation and torture, yeah, you know, you know casual stuff. But um, <laughs> so this is how Raymond and Martha met. So Martha was struggling to meet people. So back then they didn't have Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Plenty of fuck ups. I mean, fish. Plenty, well, that's a good one. POF. What are some other? I don't even know. I just know of Tinder and Bumble. Farmersonly.com. Um, yeah, there's, there's a few of them. Okay. They didn't have all that, but they did have this thing called the Lonely Heart ads or lonely hearts ads so if you've ever heard do you like pina coladas yeah they you know how like they write in like to the ads about like you know call for me and escape similar thing okay they have these ads where you can write and be like hey i'm so and so i want to go on a date these are the things i like to do hit me up uh hotline bling uh goes down in the dms you know what i'm saying oh my so gosh. um this goes down in the DMs. you know it's like send me a dm follow me on instagram no, i'm kidding but um but she never mentioned that she had two children she just said talked about herself so a few weeks after submitting you know ads into the lonely hearts ads uh martha finally got a response and that response was from raymond himself <laughs> And He's he also, he, over, you know, the last couple of years, because, you know, there's some time between him and Martha, you know, after he got out of the hospital and everything, he had taken up a um, conning woman over, you know, from these ads. But the women usually didn't report it because they were embarrassed, which I would kind of be embarrassed too. But even if you're embarrassed, guys, you're a little life tip with Haley, okay? This is like the, your fifth tip, Okay. Even if it's embarrassing and it's something. Own up to it. Own up to it. Shit happens. But if you be silent about it, it can't be stopped. Okay? So if this, like, if you if you go through some sketchy McSketch shit, alert you authorities. You do some sketchy McSketch Alert shit. authorities. Because if you don't, you're being selfish. And. You're setting somebody else yeah, up. It's your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. Well, but, then it happens to somebody else. But. Be that, responsible, that was a bit guys. But. You can, you know, it's okay. We all do embarrassing shit, okay? Own up to it. But, okay, so back to the story. <laughs> but um, just a few weeks prior, Fernandez had gone on a cruise with a lady named Jane Thompson in Spain. Ooh, fancy ass going to Spain. And they were the traveling fuck? through the country until one morning, Jane was found dead. Good Her job, death Raymond. was sudden, but an autopsy was not performed, which is kind of weird. But I guess back then, like, you got to remember, like, in the 40s and 50s, like, science is not where it is now. So, autopsy was not formed. She died in Spain. Gosh. But I just want to go to Spain. it is alleged that this was Raymond's first victim. Um, and he ended up taking ownership of her property and money because I think they were actually, I think they were married. I don't know. By, I, I was having this this case is really difficult to research there's not really a lot out there about it but i'm assuming they're married if he was able to take all of her her assets yeah so uh, okay back to raymond, raymond and martha so that was a little backstory so whenever he wrote into this ad martha was actually a target at first 
and he she said she was a nurse and she thought that she would have money and some property yeah okay so they they went back and forth for weeks and raymond actually asked for a piece of martha's hair (laughs) and martha gave it to her this reminds me you know what this reminds me of the charlie's angel movies like the one with cameron diaz yes the guy that cuts the hair hair yes and he's like "Ah!" like oh god that's who that reminds me of Okay, so um, clearly he has a few fetishes. I can only uh, imagine what else this man has done. Oh, man. So if he cuts hair. I bet you he likes yeah, feet, no, too. Yeah, no, he asked for a piece of her hair. Um, Martha thought this was super romantic. Poor Martha, oh, girl. Yeah, she definitely had no love life experience because I'm just saying, if anybody says, hey, can I have some of your hair, and you're not building a fucking voodoo doll, oh. that's the only case I'll give you my hair because that's, you know, a legit good reason. It's funny you mentioned voodoo because that was actually Raymond used it as a part of his voodoo ritual. So, well, folks, you heard it here on Hooked right? on a Theory. So then it gets weird. So they officially would meet face to face December of 1947. He was taken aback by the fact that she had children and maintained that he loved her regardless because you know he was trying he, she was a target he was trying you know get her shit and leave um no, despite leaving early and suddenly um he tried to let her go let her down easy but she remained persistent and threatening to kill herself if she left do not be that girl Don't. if you're that girl i've reach out to us i'm not gonna say i have no respect for you but don't do that you know what Guys. if he wants to leave you let his ass leave you yeah, and you better yourself to where the motherfucker says man i fucked up have we ever had people that wanted to leave us probably i mean i've had a few i've had it's a few that i've left it. or have left me you and guess what i am worth well, what's the word i'm flourishing my life girl is you're fabulous. fucking fabulous yeah we're fucking Fabulous. You don't need no man. You know, one time before I got <laughs> we with would RJ, do this on Valentine's Day. You know, you, you know, no before man. I got with RJ, it's funny. I'll talk about briefly, briefly. But I was talking to a guy like a couple months before I met RJ, and he would never date me because I was quote unquote too fat. If you date a fucker like that, kick him to the curb, sis. But guess what? Not only did I kick him <laughs> to the curb, but I used that shit as motivation. And I was up at the gym working on my fitness. Dana was my witness. And I dropped like 30 pounds. And then Hell yeah. RJ came into my life and life was great. Um, I ended up gaining all back, but Stop I was COVID. happy. COVID 2020, man. But uh, RJ and I are back at the gym working on my fitness. I'm his witness. And he's my witness. But um, <laughs> we're getting, we're losing weight again, but we're happy together. So honestly, you got to have those people that are assholes like this to find the person you're with. But just a timing man i know it sounds ridiculously everything happens for a reason at the appropriate time even if yep. it seems like outrageously ridiculous everything you've went through to lead up to this one moment well, that makes no fucking you know sense crazy. you know what it happens for a reason is the guy who quote-unquote told me that the girl he ended up marrying was like three times my size and i'm not wishing anything bad on her but i pray to god that he does not make her feel the way he made me feel because she birthed out two of his fucking kids damn and you just don't do that. And it, I just think about how he treated me. And then, like, I see her. And I'm just like, I pray to God he does not treat you like that. I pray to God he left that on me and doesn't do that to you. 
because I'm that type of person. I'm very nice, and I never will ever take it out on the. Yeah, woman. we're the nicest, mo- nicest motherfuckers you've ever met. It's always the men's fault. It's always the guys' fault. Men are idiots. No, I've been wrong. Kidding. I can admit I've been hella wrong oh, before. I have too. I'm just kidding. It's never. I'm, we're not men haters. But anyway, so let's get back to this. I'm sorry. We're let's get back to Martha and the voodoo right. doll of fucking hair. So with with little choice, Raymond decided to stay with Martha, especially after she threatened to kill herself. Um. I'm not really sure why he chose to stay with her because he was conning most of these women. Like, he didn't go on these dates to find love. Like, he was trying to find his next target. So. Y'all be careful on them social media platforms, them dating websites. No, seriously. Like, you got to be really careful, especially some of y'all never watched Catfish growing up. Man, they they filmed here in Sherman. Like, they stayed across from TMC. And they, the guys from Catfish stayed at the um, Hampton across the street. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, they were here. That is not surprising. <laughs> if you guys can't tell between the sex trafficking that's <laughs> happened in my community, um, the guys from Catfish rolling up, what the fuck's next? Honestly. <laughs> no, RJ and I might potentially be moving to this area. <laughs> this, is, this is your wake-up call. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Here we are. Welcome to Texas. Yeehaw. Um, <laughs> so Martha um, basically started demanding to be married. And then I guess she did have a job. It wasn't really disclosed what job she had, but she ended up becoming being fired. Martha saw this as a blessing in the skies because now nothing was keeping her in Florida. After she was fired, she packed up her kids and belongings and showed up unexpectedly to Raymond's front door. Okay, so Raymond should have got the hint that this bitch was fucking crazy. Honestly, like, I she pretty much just moved her whole life because she, she felt that this was as good as it was getting for her, even though he was fucked up in the head anyways. And it's funny because, like, last time whenever I moved out, I told Archie, I was like, okay, like, you know, you don't have to move with me. Just, like, whenever you're ready. And this bitch is like, nope, here's me and my two kids. Uh, hi. <laughs> you better be ready. Knock, knock. Let's have my that, room ready. Let's go get that family portrait done to hang over the, <laughs> the fireplace. Like, Could you imagine the dysfunction, how oh that would look? Oh, my God. Like... Now I want Ooh. a dysfunctional family portrait, like super, like everybody has to have ugly looks. I want to and... take old '90s photos, but you know those cringy ones where the guy has the girl like on the, the tire swing. It's I forgot like with what the fanny packs and yes. like. Yes, I want to do photos like that with Archie so bad. I love it. Just wear like windbreakers, like matching but windbreakers, wear, no, and like wear an Alan hunt. Jackson shirt. <laughs> yeehaw! Yeah, yeehaw! Um, so... Back to Martha. This was incredibly hard for Raymond, and he finally told her how he felt. He told her about the con game, the luring, how he's preying on women. And for most people, they would have been like, yeah, um, that's it. I got to go. Exit to the left. Thank you. Bye-bye. But Martha was so desperate for love that she was like, okay, that's fine. I love you so much. I'm never going to leave your side. Them poor children. She, in fact, said, oh, you know what? Hey, guess what? Let me help you because I'm a woman and, you know, I can help you lure these women in because they won't suspect anything. So, oh, and then get this. So then Raymond told Martha, you know, he wanted to test her loyalty and he said, hey, I don't like your kids. So if you want to be with me, you've got to get rid of those kids. So she eventually abandoned them and dropped the two off at the Salvation Army and left. (laughs) If y'all could see my face right now, um, it would definitely 
I the fact know. that she had the audacity to actually do this shit, you know, has me. There's women that beyond disbelief. There's women that struggle with infertility that can't have kids. But yet and, you you have two kids. You are not listening to what this man is telling right. you of how much of a I'm not gonna say piece of shit because he's being upfront and honest with you. So technically, he's not as much as a piece of shit as we all thought he was. But he's telling you, hey. I really was going to use you and kill you, but you got kids and you won't leave me alone. But if you really want me to love you, you got to do this. Right. Bitch. No. What in the hell? He is trash. Like Michael Jordan. Somebody has him, a psychological abnormality. We're dunking on them. But no. I can only imagine what her brain scans but, would look and like. You gotta, and, you know, a lot of people too, back then, you got to remember, they didn't have DNA like they do now. So people could drop their kids off wherever and they can really link it back to who they belong to. I mean, at least, like, not even at least, but at least she didn't drop them off in, like, at the least wilderness. she didn't kill them, and I kill guess. them, yeah. So, um, She's I don't stupid. really know what happened to the kids. I don't know if they ended up getting put into a new family, but thank God they did because you'll see why later on. So, Martha passed Raymond's first test and he knew that bitch was loyal. Um, and then over the next few months, the pair would convince women to let them move in or move in to the couple's apartment. So they would target couples or mainly single women. Um, and Martha, how, how they got Martha, because a lot of you are probably thinking, okay, like Raymond, yeah, we understand how she got in. He got in. But how would someone let another woman in? Well, she identified herself as Raymond's sister. They would go from city to city, state to state, looking for any potential targets. While doing so, continuously pursuing the Lonely Heart section of various magazines. So, Gosh. yeah. During all of this, one of the victims would be Myrtle Young. Raymond married Myrtle, Myrtle sorry, in 1948 with his sister, sister. I, I'm doing like quotation marks, sister present. Martha became really, really jealous. In fact, she never left them alone. And she was in like, she feared that they would consummate their marriage, which if you don't know what that means, look it up. I'm not going to say it on here. Um, just in case we have young viewers, it says explicit, but basically do the dirty. Myrtle had enough and grew angry, angry with Raymond or sorry, my bad. I read that wrong. So I already kind of have this typed out to follow to, you know, prevent me from saying like 25,000 times. I'm trying guys be proud, but we're proud because they were never doing the dirty or any of that. Myrtle had enough and grew angry, but Raymond calmed her with a number of sleeping pills and knocking her out. Eventually he caused an overdose. Which is funny because Martha was a nurse. So if they were just going to put her to sleep, Martha could have figured out how many pills she needed. But no, she let Raymond take care of that shit. So I don't feel bad. Like they I mean, maybe Martha her. didn't finish the nursing school. You know what I mean? No, she she did. Oh, she did? She was excellent. Like she, they said she was really good. Like she understood. Like she was a great nurse. But they, she was so jealous of these women. Why would she want to save them? They were married to him. He wouldn't marry her. She okay. was a part of the con. She, this bitch is just crazy. She really has... Uh... I just cannot comprehend how she just won. She settled. Nobody should ever settle. You know, it, it happens. You know, life happens. But still, 
don't just settle because you think that's all that's as good as it's gonna get because it ain't gonna do nobody no good so they eventually put her on a bus or bounded or put her on a bus bound to her the home of her home in arkansas where she arrived still unconscious um the police were notified she was admitted to a hospital where she died a few days later so that was their first well first known victim they think that jane we talked about her earlier was actually the first victim but myrtle was the first victim of the two so the next victim would be i love that name myrtle i know the name myrtle beach is so cute it um, makes me think of uh, american horror story and just super old ladies right it's a hella old name um so the next victim would be 66 year old janet fay in january of 1949 so martha again tried they her tried best to kill to a 66 year old woman they had no yeah. age they just went everywhere around the park as far yeah. as age like, they went after a Okay. But they only target. I will say it's similar to Richard Marriage, but they only targeted women. They because you got to think about it, they were after the money. They're after the con. So they wanted somebody that was going to die that they could get whatever's yeah. left. To, okay, I mean, I That's guess that why. makes sense. It's like in the Adams family values yep. when that lady kills all her husbands and stays with Fester. Yep. And so <laughs> Martha was still super jealous and tried her best to ensure that the two did not have sex, but one night caught them in bed naked. Martha flew into rage and began striking Janet with a ball pin hammer multiple times. A scarf she used as a Did she strangle her with a tor- how do you spell it? Tourniquet. <laughs> tourniquet. There you go. I don't even know what that is. So like um, when you're bleeding out, they like use like a tourniquet to stop the blood from flowing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty so sure. she used a tourniquet or that they used as a tourniquet um that they put tightly around her the neck raymond leaped into action cleaning the room disposing of the body and the pair bought a trunk dumped the body inside leaving it at raymond's actual sister's home so he actually did have a sister um for a few days after retrieving the trunk they buried the body in the basement of a home and covered it with cement afterwards the couple did their best to deplete all of janet Faye's savings and sent a fake letter or sent fake letters to her family so, yeah, like, I'm sure Raymond was probably pissed because the only reason she dies because Janet got, not Janet, I'm sorry. The only reason Janet died, really, I mean, she probably would have been killed by these two, but Martha caught him having, doing the dirty. And um, she was not having it. Yeah, she flew in a rage. This reminds, okay, this is like an extreme when people agree to be friends of benefits, but they only do it because they hope the guy. Let me tell you something. He's not going to fall in love with you. It never works. If a guy says, hey, let's just be friends, friends with benefits, and you have feelings, no, don't do it. Because you know what? He only views you as a piece of ass. I'm sorry. He wouldn't ask you for the friends with benefits if if it was going anywhere else. There's that like slim to one chance that it might turn to something, but the only thing it might really turn into is – you heartbroken yeah. and sad guy and, or girl you know it doesn't matter he he'll and i'm gonna put this in a more lighter way so my mom doesn't yell at me but he may view you as the chips and salsa that he gets with every meal but no baby you are the guacamole he has to pay extra for you you mm-hmm. don't just give him that you are worth him and his time and if he can't shit give put, you add, that, add some damn tax on that too yeah, while you're at it yeah you want the queso too oh you gotta buy that too that don't come free we don't want no cheap ass queso. We want the queso with the yeah. meat in it. In the white. <laughs> oh, nah, I some 
And now like, I need margaritas. Should, like, eat some, you know, chili does to go for so we can get some. I love Ooh. chilies. But anyways, so yeah. Um, That's our thing, though. We get chilies, margs. Shelly, our chilies bartender. Does, does Shelly listen? Is she invited? Does she I like our she- page? I think Shelly listens, yeah. Oh, Shelly, if you're her. listening to us, we love She's you. She's engaged now. I'm so happy for we her. We make friends with everybody wherever yeah, we go, especially when there's friendly. alcohol involved. Well, it's because I think for Dana and I, like, it's not that we don't have a hard time making friends with people. We just it's hate just- people. No it's offense. really hard to vibe with us because we're not your typical bitches, okay? We like I really mean, weird hell, shit. we have look at our listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we 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 just like weird shit, and that's just us. Like we like turquoise. We told you from the get go before you started listening. Like it's turquoise. gonna be weird shit. We like turquoise and true crime. We're gonna make a sticker. <gasps> Write that, that down. That is it. <laughs> turquoise and true crime. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah. Oh, I just gotta. Oh, I Dana has like a note now, and she's like writing anything that we say. She's like writing down turquoise and true crime. That's our new thing, guys. I had to get a sticker made out of that. But um, so yeah, so basically, Martha flew in a rage. She was friends with benefits that took it too far. So even though they were conning people and trying to get people's assets, they were going broke really fast. Neither of them had savings or actual jobs and constantly needed new targets. Somehow they ended up finding a woman in Michigan named Delphine Downing. Uh, The killers were invited to stay with her in late February of 1949. After a few days, okay, real quick, I'm just, I'm going to give y'all a trigger warning. Delphine has a two-year-old daughter and some things were done to her. So if child abuse or murder of children bothers you, please don't skip past this. I would skip past like five minutes. Um, just be on the safe side. This one's bad. It's really gruesome. And I just want to throw a trigger warning out there. So Delphine grew suspicious of their intentions and started to kind of speak out against it. And of course, Raymond decided again to dose her with sleeping pills and soon she knocked out. However, her youngest daughter, Raynell, saw her mom during this episode and started to panic and freak out and cry. Martha then became became panicked because the child was crying and she choked the, the child. She choked Raylene. She ended up surviving, but the large red marks were clearly visible on her neck. And Raymond knew if the mom, Delphine, saw this, that she would call the police, so they decided something had to be done. He went to Delphine and shot her point blank in the head. They would linger in the home a few more days before killing the young Raynell, and they did this by drowning her in a bathtub filled with dirty water. The two buried the two were buried in the basement side by side. After killing the children, the pair were arrested the next day, but not before <laughs> taking in a movie. So they went to go have a movie. They had a nice little date, whatever. When they got back, the cops were like, yeah, not not bitches. We know what you did. Um, I'm not really sure how they were caught. I'm pretty sure like neighbors saw them and maybe a welfare check was done, but they were linked to Martha and Raymond. Raymond ended up confessing all those crimes And he claimed he had a body count of 17, but would eventually say that was false. 
He felt safe in Michigan because there was no death penalty. But as y'all remember me saying, he took the state to state. And Janet Faye, yeah, she was killed in New York. They were soon extradited to New York, but put on and put on trial for Janet Faye's death. From the beginning, the Lonely Hearts killer case was highly publicized due to the sex and appearance of Martha Beck. So don't worry, we're gonna post a picture of them on the the socials so you can go check it out or you can google it if you don't want to we highly recommend you checking out our socials they took the stand and argued why they should be given life but the jury were like uh-uh we're not doing that so on august 22nd of 1949 both were sentenced to death by the electric chair and don't worry we're gonna discuss this guys i'm almost done with the the hard evidence now we're gonna go into discussion because the death penalty, I think, is just a topic that a lot of people can say. So the, our last case dealt with the death penalty, but unfortunately, Richard Ramirez never made it to the death penalty. Fucker had to die before it. So this was Raymond's last meal. It was an onion omelet, french fries, chocolate, and a Cuban cigar. His last words would fancy. be, his last words were, would be, I want to shout it out. I love Martha. What do the public know about love? Martha's last meal was fried chicken, french fries, and salad. Her last words were, my love, my story is a love story, but only those tortured by love can know what I mean. I'm not, I am not feeling, or I am not unfeeling, stupid, or moronic. I am a woman who had a great love, a great love, and will all, and always will have it. Imprisonment in the death house has only strengthened my feelings for Raymond. Both of them were put to death on March 8, 1951. So yeah, that's the story of the Lonely Horse Killers. I just gotta say, um, wow. Yeah. What a... I, just, oh, the process of the fact that she was stupid enough to stay around and proclaim this love right. that she settled for. Even though... She she might have, she could have done better. I don't I honestly I, don't I, think she would have killed anyone if if she would have ne- never met Raymond. I think she would have Oh no, she would have just been like she might have been a little cuckoo and a yeah. little clingy like the crazy girl that shows up at your house with her kids and tries to move in with you when you say we're breaking up. Yeah, which is what she did. But like so how do you feel about them getting the death penalty? I think there could have been I think with Raymond's case from the traumatic head injury that caused him to have such a turn. Um, I feel like we definitely could have, if we had the, you know, the science to figure out kind of what happened to his brain that caused the screws to come loose, you know? Right. I mean, every, I don't know. Well, you see, get this. Part of me wants to be like, okay, what did your brain look like and what kind of got knocked out of place? And the other half was like, he was just thrown off, you know, whatever. I don't think they would have gotten the I think it's their body count that they had. Well, I think it's because they killed a two-year-old. I mean, that. oh, yeah. I think that's why. I think if they would have never killed uh, Raynell, they would have never gotten the death penalty. I mean, I think death penalty should be based off your body count. Like, if you have – what is is considered a high body count? You know, to me, a high body count would be you kill five people. That's a shit time. I think Ted Bundy definitely deserved the death penalty because he kept (laughs) trying to escape. The state of Florida fried his ass. Yeah, Jeffrey I mean, Dahmer they, was excited the about fucking that. state of New York fried their asses too. 
But no, I think what kills me on this case is they were sentenced in 1949, but then put to death in 1951. I think they should have set death row out a little bit longer. They could have, yeah. I mean, they could have, like, gathered more information about the two. Right. And I think, too, they thought, you know, maybe these two are very dangerous. But I think... I honestly don't think Martha would have killed if she never would have met Raymond. I think she was just so... Because no one loved her as a child. No one did. She just she just craved love. And what's sad is she didn't know the definition of love. And Raymond pretty much... What did she know? ...told her, like, hey, you know, you're going to have to do this to prove your loyalty. And she, in her eyes, all she wanted was love. And she viewed Raymond as that person. No man should manipulate a woman... Mm-hmm. To that, and women can manipulate a man to do the same thing. So yeah, it's not manipulation even, is like don't do it. Just it's fucked up. Just we get it. You have you just want to know that you have somebody that would literally do anything for you. But you know what? There's better ways than going about it than you know abandoning your kids, and, killing right. people. And, you could just and I know like everybody craves love. And who's to say that love can only be found in a significant other? I mean, my dog loves me. I yeah, mean, like you can do, you can find love throughout friends and build a family that's not your biological but family. The way Martha was raised, there's probably yeah, that sense of no, not understanding really what love right. is. But what is really the definition of love? That's true. I actually have that from one of my little audio books that I was listening to. Oh yeah, to. what is it? Shit, it's in my room. Hang on. You okay? I, have the I got you. Go, love. go get it. But I think, too, it's important to, to realize, though, is she was manipulated. And no matter what happened, she was an adult. She should have known that that was wrong. She manipulated those women as much as Raymond did. And I'm honestly glad they both got a pretty harsh punishment. I wish Raymond would have got death and Martha would have got life. I wish she would have got a life alone because that's what she deserves. <laughs> She did. So this definition of love actually came from a um, audiobook that I was listening to called The Power of Vulnerability. It was in section one, and the author, um, her name is what is your name? Brene Brown. She has her PhD and um, she's a licensed social worker mental health social worker, but she says um, pretty much that the definition of love is that we cultivate love when we allow our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be deeply seen and known. We honor the spiritual connection that grows from um, I don't even know what I wrote, <laughs> cursive but yeah, my cursive handwriting is back at me again. But pretty much um, nature and grow, like, you have to deal with, like, you can only love others as much as you love yourself. That's why they always say, you know, you can't, if you don't love yourself and you're not happy with yourself, then you can't be happy or, like, love your, like someone else in another relationship. Shame, blame, disrespect, betrayal, and um, withholding of affection damages the roots of love. Because love can only survive if it is acknowledged and healed, which is rare. I I see that. I mean, 
that's like if you get cheated on and then you try to get into the relationship it's you gotta eventually work through all that shit before you're gonna be happy because you can't hold what someone previously did to you in like your new relationship and i think as women we have a really hard time i think a lot of women do get cheated on and it's tough i know like i've been through that personally and it gets to the point where if Martha was go. able to develop her self-love, she might not have did what she did. She never right. loved herself because she was raised with such, you know, right. I don't want to say self, like pretty much being disrespected, bullied, that she had no self-love for herself. Yeah, no. And I'm just glad she didn't kill her kids. I'm glad her kids were able to get away. That was away. the only thing she did. That was half-ass okay. Um, what sucks is that the fathers didn't stay, stick around, which I don't really agree with how the fathers, like, dipped out. It's not, like, those kids, it's not their fault that their mom was psychotic and crazy like she was. And, you know, she could have found that love within her kids, but instead she decided that a man has to be the love of her life. But back then, you got to remember, too, we were talking about the 40s, and it wasn't... Life was a different, uh, yeah, different, women, different style. Women were looked at as, you know, how they were looked at is, oh, you got to pop out kids, you got to cook and clean, and basically you were a property of your husband back then. That's, yeah. how, it, that's how it was. <laughs> Good luck, guys. But yeah, so that is the story of the Lonely Hearts Killers. I thought this one would be, I don't want to say a fun one, but since it's Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day. I think it's Day, entertaining, whatever. Um, the things yeah. one does for love, even if they really don't know the definition of it. The most important thing is that. Don't go kill anybody. Um, Janet. Love and, yourself more than you love some psychotic man that really doesn't right. love you and was attempting to murder you before you became crazier than him. And the good thing about this case is that Janet and Delphine and Raynell were all given justice. I'm not really sure about Myrtle. In my research, I found they did not say what if they were charged with Myrtle's death or Jane's death. But as far as we know from the research I've done, Janet, Delphine, and Raynell all got their justice. And these two were put to death. And they never got to harm anyone ever again. It kind of pisses me off that they were put to death really soon because they got to die together. And so Martha didn't get to really be alone. I wish she would have rotted in prison and felt empty lonely. and lonely. Yeah. There I don't care about her fucking childhood or how evil she was. Get the fuck over it. Get it together, be an adult. You, you, have you know, the power. I'm gonna tell y'all something real. And this is something like I had to listen to myself, okay? Cause like I gone through some shit in my childhood and my adult years. Okay, we all go through shit. You can either let that make you or you can let it break you. Example Don't a, use me. it. Don't use it as an excuse to kill people or manipulate people or harm people. Okay? Use if you're it to unhappy, better yourself and show people, hey, yeah, this is what I can do. If you're unhappy, do something about it. Only you hold the power to make yourself happy. No one else holds that power. You it starts within you. So I don't feel bad for her. I don't think yeah, her childhood was fucked up, but she chose to let that control her and she chose to let it manipulate her into her adulthood. Okay, so with that being said, doing what makes you happy. Now, you got to remember, sometimes what makes you happy and what is statistically proven right are two different things. Right. So, so what do you do? Do you do what is right and what is expected or do you do what makes you happy even if it doesn't really like, it might be frowned upon by some people, right. but in the end, you being I happy mentally it. could be better for you. 
I think the rule of thumb for that is as long as it's not harming you or someone else, um, then yeah. I mean, if if what makes you happy is murdering people, then no, like that harms someone else. I don't really think that stands for it. But if it's like, I don't know, um, partaking in like some stuff that grows out of the ground that you might roll up, I don't see that being a problem as long as you're using it responsibly. <laughs> um <laughs> But, I mean, like, obvi- everything has its own stipulations yeah, to it. I'm not a professional, so I'm not going to say anymore. I'm not either. But, I mean, sometimes statistically what is pro- – it's like – think yeah. about it. If you have kids with somebody, what's proven right back in the day was marrying somebody because right. you got them pregnant. That was, like, the status quo. Exactly. But is it really right if you're not happy? I don't think so. I mean, I honestly, like, shit was getting so bad with my parents whenever I was young. Like, I was five, and I remember just a little bit of things, and my mom's going to hear this, and that's fine. I love you. Uh, my mom's in a way better place now, and I'm glad she left. I'm so glad she left because, like. You wouldn't be the person you sh- Yeah, you like, now, she so. raised me to be, to not put up with anybody's hey, shit. Hey, mom, like, your daughter's pretty kick-ass, by the way. <laughs> like, I watched my mom, like, build a business up from the ground up. Like, she paid all of her bills. She put me through through cheerleading, through – I did competitive cheer. I did so much as a kid. I, I looked like Hillary Duff, like the freaking Olsen twins when I walked up in school. I had the matching bags and the little bitty heels to go with it, okay? I mean, my all my birthdays were kick-ass. I had cool and converse. My mom's always taught me, you know, you don't need a man. You don't. And I stay behind that. I love RJ with all my heart. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> – do I necessarily need him? No. Does he need me? No. So that's like how I think about things. And, you know, having a significant other does not define you. Having friends or family does not define you. What defines you is how you handle life. Yourself. How you handle shit you can't control and how you go about things. And it's not easy. It's way easier said than done. Trust me. We all make mistakes, but don't be like these people and go kill a bunch of people. That's not cool. We don't condone that here. And if you're listening to our podcast and you go do that shit, you're not one of our fans. We don't claim you. We'll we'll blacklist you. You're not. You're not allowed to sit (laughs) with us. (laughs) You're not. We're not welcomed. Okay. We'll blacklist you. You can't listen to our podcast anymore. Sorry, not sorry. We'll unsubscribe for you. But yeah, so anyways, I hope you guys like this episode. Um, I hope you have a great day. I'm not going to say Valentine's because then for some people, they're going to celebrate it. Like, I'm not celebrating Have a it. phenomenal Sunday yeah. and y'all be ready for Tuesday, man, because yeah. we're coming at you with some good shit. We hope you have some a tex- great day. Some Texas murder. Yeah, we hope you have a great day. We hope you have a great week and we hope you get hooked on a theory. theory. Oh, our socials. We're gonna put them in the description, so you just and go give us them. a review, man. Yeah, we're like this is our fourth or get involved episode. on our damn page. Come on, give us some exciting shit. Yeah. like post for us or share. If you our need shit. to give us a four star review, give us a four star review. I mean, five stars are a whole lot nicer, but but we know we aren't perfect. Some people have sensitive ears, and we have explicit content. Yeah, so it's, that really is why you got to dink. We don't star. get offended. We take constructive criticism easily, so you're not going to hurt our feelings. Trust me. We need and that. And if you try to hurt our feelings, guess what? We don't have any, so whatever. Yeah, it's just a black hole, man. It's a vortex into the <laughs> it's a unknown. Lonely, it's a lonely hearts over here. <laughs> but we ain't the killers. But yeah, so anyways... We hope you guys got hooked on a yeah. We got we got hooked on the lonely heart killers, and next week we gotta get you hooked on some more stuff. So 
yeah y'all have a great day great week and we'll see you on tuesday see ya bye, bye.